I'm Heidi Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do these a couple of times a week. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. I also do a live radio show Sunday nights on 97.1 FM Talk in St. Louis, 7 to 9 p.m. St. Louis time. You can hear that from anywhere, of course, online. And you can find a link to that at HeidiHarris.com, where I also post podcasts like this one and videos that I do during the week between my Sunday shows. A couple of notes about faith today. You know that the COVID vaccines were required, and uh, apparently, according to the National Defense Authorization Act, the most recently passed one, it supposedly put an end to vaccine mandates in the military, but no provision was made to reinstate the thousands and thousands of former service members who've had their careers destroyed. I actually met a guy who left the military. Actually, I know more than one who left the military. One was about retirement age, and one was much, much younger, and just walked away. He was a pilot. He said, I'm not going to take the shot. And will he ever be reinstated? Probably not. Can you imagine what a waste that is? How much money they spend educating these people and to have them walk away? Because of pilots I know, they offer him huge money to stay an extra couple of years when they get to that point where they could retire and go work for a military contractor or something. Because, of course, they have that incredible uh, high security clearance and the skills necessary, and a lot of people want them. So the military will offer them huge amounts of money to stay a few more years because they've invested a lot in them. And yet, because of some political agenda, they'll get rid of these people, which is crazy to me. Gary Bauer, chairman of the Campaign for Working Families, recently spoke on American Family Radio. He said, I think the reason they're kicking people out of the military over the vaccine is because they knew that most of the objectors were, in fact, Christians who had theological reasons they didn't want to take the vaccine. He goes on to say, I believe the political leftist people who've embedded uh, now in the Pentagon and over the White House and every else p- other place in Washington want Christians out of the military. Now, first of all, I don't know, uh, you know, I know there were people who asked for religious exemptions. I've never considered the shot a religious issue. I am a Christian and I've not had the shot, and but I know Christians who have. So I don't consider it a spiritual issue personally, but a lot of people do. And if you do and you ask for an exemption, you should get it. Gary Bauer goes on to say, I think the leftists, this is a great point. He said, I think the leftists feel they may have to utilize the military for controversial purposes in the years ahead, and they don't believe the Christians might follow inappropriate orders that could be given to them. Huh. Matt Staver, an attorney with Liberty Council, pointed out last fall that of the more than 3,700 Marines who had requested a religious accommodation, the Marine Corps only granted 11 accommodations. Matt Staver is convinced that the Biden administration's continued push for the mandate at that time had nothing to do with COVID or protecting people's health or military readiness. He said it has everything to do with using this as a reason to purge the military of people of faith. Huh. Well, we know that the military, in a lot of ways, certain branches have become a lot less friendly to Christians. So I'll let you decide what you think about that. Interesting study has come out, speaking of faith. From the National Bureau of Economic Research that talks about deaths of despair. Do you know what a death of despair is? Deaths of despair are people who die from alcohol, suicide, drug poisonings. Basically, you know, their life sucks or they've given up on their lives and, you know, they sit in their recliner and just drink themselves to death or whatever. They call them deaths of despair. So this new study shows that religious practice has a significant impact on deaths of despair. It's pretty interesting. The researchers used data from the General Social Survey, and they saw that the initial rise in deaths of despair in the United States was preceded by a large decline in organized religious participation 
and that both trends were driven by white middle-aged Americans. For a long time, these so-called deaths of despair have been more prominent among white middle-aged Americans for whatever reason. In the study, they also showed that religiosity and the rate of deaths of despair are negatively correlated across states. States with high levels of religiosity have suffered less from mortality due to alcohol, suicides, or drug poisonings. And we're not talking about deaths from the shot or anything like that. We don't have those stats yet. I mean, we do, but not according to this study. The study didn't take those into account. We're just talking about things that basically you give up on life for whatever reason. But a lot of people have suggested that poor mortality among middle-aged working-class whites uh, was triggered by the progressively worsening labor market opportunities at the time of entry for whites with low levels of education, and that tends to be a problem. And then, of course, in America, you've got so many illegals flooding in, taking a lot of those jobs that you know don't require a tremendous amount of education. They're obviously super important jobs. Every job has value. Every job is important. Every job is honorable. But when you're losing your jobs to somebody from overseas, whether they snuck in the border or whether they come in from India or anything else, wherever it might be, you know, the high tech people have lost their jobs to folks who come in from India and places like that. So it's a disaster. But apparently white middle-aged Americans with a high school diploma or less have experienced increasing midlife mortality since the late 1990s, once again, due to what they call these deaths of despair. And uh, that's, uh, you know, it's, it's very sad. But, you know, interestingly, it's not necessarily the spiritual impact that benefits people. They said in the study, they made it clear the benefits of attending church came from its value as a cultural practice rather than any personal devotion. And that's really important. When people don't go to church on Sunday and they're not really, you know, dealing with uh, a lot of people, they're not involved in any kind of group or sporting activity, or they don't go fishing with their buddies or, you know, play golf with people or do Bible study or book group or whatever it might be, pretty soon people get isolated. And over the last couple of years, it's gotten a lot worse. They also show in the study that states with larger decreases in religiosity showed larger gains in the rate of deaths of despair because you don't feel connected. And if you're suffering and having a tough time in life, which, you know, who doesn't have their ups and downs, and you have nobody to talk to because you don't have a very large social circle, no wonder people are really suffering. Now, there are states that have blue laws. I don't happen to live in one of those. I live in a place where you can get alcohol 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But there are states where there are blue laws, and uh, they say that um, when the blue laws are in place, that, or they're, when, when they're repealed, that they have larger uh, impacts on the deaths from poisoning, suicide, and liver cirrhosis for middle-aged Americans. So, interesting. But, uh, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm seeing churches emptier than they've ever been. I was watching a video online the other day, a particular pastor I like a lot. He's one of the best pastors in America, as far as I'm concerned. And they happened to pan to the audience. There was just a little shot of part of the audience. The church was half empty. This is one of the best pastors in our country. And I was just stunned. And all over America, you see people just not going to church as much. Now, it's not just about putting your butt in a pew on Sunday morning, because that's not what it's all about. That's, you know, certainly was not required to be a Christian during Jesus's time, and it's certainly not required now, but it's the entire thing. It's having a church family. I know for my husband and myself, it's unbelievably important for us to have a great church family. We rely on each other in all kinds of ways. Psychologically, we help each other out with things. We're always giving each other furniture and things, you know, who needs this? Who needs that? I mean, it's a real family feeling. And if you have that with your church family, it's tremendous. And if you're going through tough times, they're there to lift you up. 
And if you don't have that, it makes things very, very difficult. And no wonder people get into despair. They feel as if nobody cares. They're not connected. And unfortunately, that's, you know, certainly something we saw a lot more over the last couple of years when people couldn't go and do anything. And especially people who were single. If you were single and you were stuck during COVID, couldn't work, couldn't leave your house, uh, couldn't talk to your friends because everyone was freaked out about getting sick. I mean, it was terrible. I don't think we'll ever get past some of the things that happened over the last couple of years. So interesting that deaths of despair are in higher numbers when people aren't going to church. In a world full of plastic toys and influences that are trying to tell your child they're not enough, how about a talking Jesus doll? This doll is just adorable. It makes a great gift for birthday, for Easter, obviously Christmas just passed, but maybe for a child who goes to your church that you visit or know in your neighborhood or grandchild, child of your own. The Talking Jesus doll is a beautiful, soft, cuddly little doll, and if you push the invisible button on the hand, Jesus will utter phrases. This little doll says things that Jesus said, so it offers love and encouragement and hope in a crazy world. Go to JesusDoll.com, JesusDoll.com. You're going to love this doll. At checkout, type in Heidi, that's H-E-I-D-I. The code is Heidi, H-E-I-D-I, and you save 10%. So go to JesusDoll.com, JesusDoll.com. Don't we all need more encouragement these days? Yeah, JesusDoll.com. So what have we learned here from this study? We've learned that human beings need connection. They need connection with God. They need connection with each other. They need the encouragement that only comes from having other people around you, from building good family relationships. And listen, I understand some people don't have great families and I get it. You may not have a great family. So that's why you need to build these friendships. And a lot of people wind up later in their life really not having anybody, but it's because when they were younger, they tended to blow people off or blow relationships off or, uh, you know, whatever it might be. They just didn't really care. I don't want to deal with anybody. Well, there are times in your life you're going to wish you had handled things differently. You're going to wish you had valued friendships and relationships throughout your life, actually put some effort in instead of just walking away from those kinds of situations. So I would encourage you to reconnect with some people. If you don't have a group near you that likes to do the kind of things you do, start one. Start a book club, start a fishing club, start a car club, do something, stay involved. And obviously the most important person to stay involved with would be God. So I highly encourage that. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget on Sunday night, you can catch me 7 to 9 p.m. every Sunday, 97.1 FM Talk in St. Louis. During the week, you can find me at HeidiHarris.com posting videos and uh, segments from my show and whatnot. You can also listen live on Sunday night at a link on HeidiHarris.com at the top of the page. So you can listen live from anywhere. It's 7 to 9 uh, Central Time and 5 to 7 Pacific Time. Until we meet again, remember, you have a purpose. You were created for one. Find it and live it. Here's Tony Scottwell.